0: all right welcome back to week four of notes on notes i have a super exciting guest this week guests plural this time our first <laughs> dual guest episode we have two members of west 22nd logan madsen and gabe acevedo how are you guys doing today
1: good how are you doing great glad to be here yeah this i'm fun.
0: super excited to have you i mean we're both coming off of the weekend of west Fest. um We probably had different experiences. (laughs) Uh, First of all, congratulations for opening up for Remy Wolf and winning Battle of the Bands. I'd love to hear about how all of that went for you guys.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. You want to talk about that?
1: Sure, I'll talk about it. Uh, No, it was super fun. I mean, we definitely prepared a good bit for Battle of the Bands. We wanted to have a good set. Um, And we were pretty, like, that was, like, the first time we'd actually been, like, kind of nervous for a concert because there was, like, something on the line. But, I mean, when we started playing, it was just just fun it's always fun performing like it's never really stressful when we're actually up there and then we played a good set and then we won so we we're excited but when they announced remy wolf before some of the other bands like didn't know who she was but i had known who remy wolf was for a while like i have probably like 10 songs of hers added i, I love remy wolf she's, she's really good
2: yeah she was awesome yeah. I, I had never seen her live before and it was cool being like backstage and uh playing on campus too was a lot cooler than i thought it'd be i honestly thought it'd be like a I don't know, when I think of playing on school, I'm like thinking like a talent show or like (laughs) something not as like official, but that was like a really great stage and a really great crowd. It's
1: a legit production. It was a lot of people.
0: Yeah. I mean, I wish I was there. I was working, but it sounded like a lot of fun. And I want to know like how, so you guys won Battle of the Bands and then was that already something that you knew was going to be Remy Wolf, or is that after the fact that you won that they said that? It was going to be her.
1: I'm pretty sure they told us like right before the competition started I guess and then yeah and then they kind of announced it to the crowd after we had won. Was it after?
2: Yeah they told they gave the bands a sneak peek yeah uh and then uh told everyone right after we won so Mm -hmm. got to celebrate twice. Yeah that's
0: (laughs) awesome um and what's the difference been like I guess for performing kind of on campus and in front of a more docile crowd? what's the difference been like performing there versus like fraternity parties when it's kind yeah. of like a good amount of intoxicated people? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: it's, it's really funny, honestly. Cause we've had we've had a couple concerts that are like, we've had like some philanthropy events where nobody's drinking whatsoever. But it's more like, I don't know, they're just kind of just like vibing, chilling out. But some people are just aggressive and it's definitely a little more lively. But I feel like honestly, the crowd at the tower was great. Still, like, I feel like when we bring the energy, it kind of like translates, I guess, a little bit. But I don't, it's definitely, there is definitely a difference between intoxication levels and how it affects the crowd and
2: us as well. (laughs) But I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think that crowd uh, two nights ago was docile at all either. Mm -hmm. Like, their cheers were pretty loud. That was really awesome to hear. But uh, yeah, sometimes they do get, honestly, the fraternity parties are a lot of fun as well, but those also get a little, uh crazy sometimes like we have beer like all over our equipment and stuff and we start getting a little, get so sad. a little worried yeah. but uh <laughs> i mean that's part of the
1: job it's fun my piano always gets coated and <laughs> i have to like just rub it down with the washcloth after that's be really sad
0: who do you feel like it's easier to um engage with then because i feel like when you're performing at these fraternity parties you're physically closer to the crowd but mentally maybe not so did you feel like when there's like a more sober crowd i guess do you feel like you can connect with them on a better level that's
1: a good question honestly i wouldn't say like frat parties really have like different i don't think it's different from my engagement at least i kind of we kind of try and be like consistent in how we engage with the crowd it's definitely probably a little easier at frat parties because people are more loose and are more likely to like let i don't know their nervousness of interact social interaction get a hold of them but um yeah frat bodies are definitely fun because people are loud and obnoxious and that's super fun for us too but I, we definitely still um are able to connect with anybody that's still sober honestly sometimes it's more fun playing for a sober audience we had a uh acoustic set at a i think this is dg a sorority yeah i did see that yeah and it was super was chill fun. it was so much fun me and him just played. Um, We'd never done that. Th- yeah, it was our first, it was just me and him, our acoustic set, and uh, we played a bunch of covers, we also just played all of our originals, and it was kind of just in their backyard, and it was super fun, we kind of just were chatting, them, chatting with them between, and it was yeah. a lot of fun. That's
2: yeah, really I mean, cool. we got videos of people on the rooftops uh, across the street, or on the Waterloo apartment, like pool deck, I think, uh, and like they were all like shining flashlights, and people had their windows open, and... Yeah. so like all around the block everyone could hear us. so that, that one was a lot of fun too so i think like no matter what the crowd is it's different every time but like i think one thing that's really great about us is we have like an energy that really works every time i think and logan's a big part of that being the front man
0: yeah Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. um and you guys just came off of south by too uh, yes. you performed at cooper's barbecue how was that
1: that was fantastic um our good friend danny bonilla you should check his music out he's really good he uh yeah it kind of did us a, a a big solid i mean he, he sees our potential and so he kind of got us that opportunity and we played alongside him and played some of our songs and it was just so much fun It was just really cool to be at an official event be an official artist you know? yeah
0: that's really cool especially being i mean not super new but kind of like you're, yeah. you're oh, yeah. just getting Renewable. started the full band formed pretty recently and i want to get into that too yeah. and the original music as well we will definitely talk about that but I was reading your um, Daily Texan bio, and the three of you, you two and Jeremy, met at the Food Trucks on 26th.
2: Yeah, so um, I've been wanting to do music for a while. Logan and I are both from Atlanta, but we actually didn't meet till college. Um, Been playing guitar and piano like all my life. Uh, and a big reason why I came to UT was because there's such a big music scene here in Austin. So freshman year, I'm playing open mics, like, anywhere I can find one. Uh, one night, I'm playing at the food trucks on 26th Street in West Campus. And uh, I had a mutual friend with Jeremy, who was who's the other guitarist now, and he came and saw me, talked to him. He already knew Logan, and Logan's naturally talented singer, and Jeremy played guitar as well, so we just started jamming. We all lived in the same building. Um, and then we went the old school route, uh, flyers <laughs> up all over... Yeah. Uh, telephone poles, bulletin boards, and and buildings on campus, and uh, that's how we found a cool and dug our bassist and drummer.
0: And how yeah. did that kind of work out? When like, was there a lot of demand coming in from those flyers, or what was the process of like figuring out who's the right fit for this band?
1: Definitely, there was a a good bit of response. I'd say more for the drums than there was bass. I feel like bass is kind, kind of, of a. I don't
0: know, man. I feel that, like
1: I feel like think? there's a
2: lot of drummers that hit us up, but. I feel like finding a drummer in college is so hard because of the, like, physical kit you need. Like, a lot of guys yeah. just, like, played drums but didn't have one here or had, like, an electric kit, which isn't going to work live or anything. Mm-hmm. So that made it difficult. But, uh, yeah, there was a lot of engagement overall. We, yeah. I mean, some of the flyers are actually still up. Um, yeah, we saw them at still, I the think, Yeah, and, like, <laughs> we still get texts, like, over. once every couple of weeks. I'm like, hey, sorry, like, like we're all good. You should follow <laughs> us. uh
1: uh, but, um, yeah, It was not hard to find a bassist because Nicole is the first bassist we interviewed or kind of like pretty much the a process a would be they just kind of hit us up and we'd be like just talk to him for a little bit see if they were kind of cool could com- have conversed with us. And then Nicole showed up and we were like this is our guy. like He's just such a good person. It was a lot of fun playing with him. And then we definitely had a little drummer problem for a decent amount of time but then Doug came along and swept us off our feet.
2: Yeah, we didn't have... Doug's actually our third drummer. We just, like, couldn't get someone consistently. Mm. So, uh, but, like, Doug stepped in for our biggest show of the fall last semester, which was at the Long Center playing Dream Jam for Kaio, their philanthropy event. And so he stepped in for that, and he's been with us ever since, and he's, like, he's the best he's musician real. in the band by far. He's like, so he's, talented. He's way too good for us. He's awesome.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure i will love hearing that. Um, yeah, I feel like I remember, were you guys together before you had a name? Or is oh, yeah. that wrong?
2: We played a show before yeah. we had a another... name. Okay,
0: yeah, because I feel like I remember <laughs> seeing you guys before that and there was a different drummer. Yeah. But that was still a great show, but that's interesting to know that you had three.
2: Yeah. Our, our old name that we went by was The Shrugs. Yeah. We couldn't think of anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> we had a show. We actually had our first show uh, last April, so almost so almost a year ago. Yeah, because <laughs> that's
0: when I remember. Was it at KA? At KA, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, then I was there.
2: Uh, oh, awesome yeah oh wow that's, all, yeah, that's really cool well I think we're we've done. done a little better since yeah. then but um I think uh yeah no we've definitely
1: come a long way from that first show uh we kind of all were just like when we were jamming we kind of got everybody together we're just like let's try and book a show like let's try and perform like show our covers and then did we play Sunburns did we uh, play Sunburns
2: no it wasn't written yet we wrote it in the summer
1: oh you're right yeah so we played all covers for that show and I mean, we weren't, like, horrible, but we were not <laughs> not yeah. anywhere as good as we are now, I think. But, yeah, just kind of going through that growing
2: process has been a lot of fun. Just I remember what I was going to say, too. Uh, we, had, we had that first show in April, and we didn't even have a drummer yet when we booked it. We didn't have a name. Uh, and, like, we didn't know anything about what we, what we were going to play at all. So that one was really, like, just hitting the ground running and, like, seeing what we could do. But, mm-hmm. uh, like Logan saying, it's been up from there.
0: How many days did you have to prepare for that then?
2: Less than two weeks.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Wow.
1: That's like when we got our drummer like two weeks before the show, and then we kind of just threw together like, a it was like nine or 10 songs, I think. And then we kind of just winged it. And it was was definitely still a lot of fun, even even if we weren't like the greatest.
0: I mean, like you said, it's only up from there. So that was all covers at that time. When did you guys decide that you wanted to create your own original music? Or was that always the plan from the beginning?
1: I think that was definitely always the plan. Um, he's been writing for a while now. Uh, I started writing like about like two years ago. I think. How long have you been writing for?
2: I don't know. 2018. While. Yeah. When I started playing guitar. I think.
1: Yeah. So we were writing for a while. Um, we've both been very interested in music and trying to do our own original compositions. And uh, I mean, uh, when we kind of started and got together, we kind of had planned on eventually starting to write our own original music and. He, I think that was, did you go on your backpacking trip? Was that that summer? Uh,
2: yeah. So we played our show and then I went, I did a Maymester in like Copenhagen, went all over Europe. So I was gone. Were, were you home all summer? I was home. I had some random internship. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah. So like we're both from Atlanta. So, um, we weren't like, Jeremy was who connected Logan and I, and that's how I met Logan. But being from the same city, like we got a lot closer over the summer and started writing some music. Um, he only lived like 20 minutes away from me. He would just come over to my house uh like once a week or something. And it was like so awkward the first time too cuz like <laughs> we've still weren't that close. So I'm like so I got like these thousands of voice memos in my phone. Like should we just like pick one and like go with it? And then uh that ended up turning into Sunburns after a couple weeks. Yeah. It was very fun.
1: And we just um finished recording Sunburns actually.
0: Yeah, I saw so. someone posted some story. Yeah. I've been keeping up. Yeah. But um <laughs> Yeah, and so has that kind of remained the songwriting process thus far? It's just kind of you two and then you present it to the band, or what's kind of the rest of the band's input and output on the songwriting process?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, me and Gabe get together, and then, I mean, one of us com- kind of comes up with, like, a bass idea, and then we kind of just build it together from there, just throw out ideas, give each other a thumbs up, thumbs down. And then, uh, yeah, once we kind of come up with, like, a, all the lyrics, the main melodies and structure, We kind of bring it to the band and kind of, we want them to like suggest ideas definitely, but um, we kind of have a vision of like how we want the entire song to sound. And uh, they've done a great job translating what we want so far. But how else would you? Yeah, I think Logan and I have really
2: aligned like, on a vision, like every time it gets a little easier. Uh, Some songs like have taken us like, uh, like over a month and like we just cannot finish it we have to like change scenery go out to the park and like chill out for a couple hours just and like we said like we're not leaving till we finish the song Uh, and then like more and more it's become a little easier we feel better about the songs and, and the bands really come together with like our sound and everyone throws in like their own special touch to something and makes it something we're all really proud of yeah
0: yeah it sounds like there's a high level of trust between the five of you especially if you two are kind of taking the lead in that mm-hmm. aspect oh, yeah. so where do you think that comes from where just you guys just started hanging out all the time or
1: it was definitely from us being together the whole summer and like already coming to them with those we kind of had i'm pretty sure we finished summers in the summer and then we kind of had a half-baked song that we kind of and that we finished early on it's so like first first semester yeah and then just kind of like bonding through that um we just kind of wanted we trusted what we had made and like our abilities and we kind of just wanted to
2: take the home a little bit I guess so yeah I mean I know for me personally like I think I have a pretty big personality when it comes to music like I've been wanting to do this for a while and like grew up listening to like all of like rock history and and like I I feel like I knew exactly what I wanted to do and just was waiting to find the right people for it and now I have that and Logan's really um stepped up as like the lead singer and and like matching that energy with me and so it's just been really fun yeah Great
0: process, and for those who aren't listening, and I said this in the solo episode, so I don't like to compare artists to other artists. But for anyone who hasn't listened, where would you say your sound kind of lies and who your influences are and what you sound like?
1: Yeah, um, I'd say definitely our biggest inspiration is the backseat lovers. We gave didn't really know who they were, and then
2: I didn't, <laughs> oh my god,
1: and then I showed him Kilby Girl that April. And that was one of the songs we covered. And um, they're just a fantastic band. They have such a unique sound. Um, And their latest album, we grew even closer bonding because of that album was just unbelievable. And we definitely take a lot of inspiration from them. Other bands like
2: (laughs) the Elephant as well, just kind of like big indie rock bands. Yeah, I remember Backstreet Lovers dropped their new album and I like called Logan like that morning and I was like, damn it, Logan, like they beat me to it. They beat us to it, dude. Like they, they did exactly like what Like I've been wanting to do and and obviously like they got way more experience and uh they've been doing it for a while they're awesome um fun fact we got to meet them uh last semester when they toured uh when they came last time in November uh and to expose Logan a little bit Logan decided to take an (laughs) MIS quiz instead of coming to meet the Backseat Lovers um when they did a little studio session at KUTX on campus that's so. probably the worst mistake I've ever made in my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they rip on me all the time about it. I'm like, Fuck you guys. Uh, yeah, they're super mellow. They're really chill. Yeah. And then, I guess uh, the way I'd kind of describe our music is, I'd say, like, kind of raw, I guess, like, subtle. Like, we don't want to, like, tr- I don't know. What else would you say?
2: Like, I don't know. I think there's, <laughs> uh, I like to compare our music a lot to, like, the city of Austin that we're living in right now, because I feel like it's such a, like um i'm getting all philosophical now like i feel like just like everyone's so much more divided today and everything and i feel like austin's such a good example of like the right balance of of like cultures and different types of people like so diverse and like there's a lot of like american like country roots and in texas in general but there's also like a huge uh progressive hippie rock scene that's always been here in austin and so i think that comes together like we try to have a little bit of like a folk uh touch in our music but also being indie and current and um like bringing like that rock sound that's like a little familiar but also refreshing and new so definitely i think that's the best way to describe it for me yeah
1: i'd also want to add is like i feel like with our music i feel like a lot of people nowadays with music especially it's kind of like passive listening it's kind of like just you throw it on the background you're not very actively engaged in it but i feel like especially with our concerts like we want people to be engaged and kind of like just enjoy the music and try and have it make them feel something, so yeah, yeah. And
0: then when this comes out on Friday, or when you guys are all listening on Friday, mm. um, you'll have a show on Saturday at Borrow Beer. Am I correct? Yes. What's that supposed to look like? And invite everyone out to come. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> so we have so we have a show this Thursday as well in Oklahoma, and then Borrow Beer is at I think 1 p.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, we gotta ask Bree, yeah. our manager <laughs> at this point we don't even know till like the day of we just yeah she just tells us where to go when
0: what's the process been like when uh let me rephrase that how was the process finding a manager and how did you know that Bree was the right fit so random we you
2: actually did, yeah, i actually by. met brie our bassist so it was actually the backseat lovers uh studio thing that we met them at uh brie used to work um at that, she used to intern at that studio, KUTX. Um, and so she was there to see the Backseat Lovers. And then Jeremy, McCool, and I were also there. By the time I got there, they'd already met Bree. And they're like, oh, she's interested in artist management and stuff. Um, and she's a senior here at UT. Like, she's super experienced. She's been working at concerts for, like, over a year now. Uh, so over winter break, like, I like we knew that this band was starting to, like, get to the next level. And, like, we had a lot of people reaching out to us. And, like, we needed more people on our team, like, helping us out uh and like we told logan about her and logan was like immediately like oh we have to get her to be our manager so like yeah. the second we got back to school like we were texting her like all the time like you got to come to our next show uh come check us out come to a practice come to anything and um uh, she says that she had a good time so hopefully um yeah yeah she's so, here right now yeah i think like i think it she, worked out yeah i think it worked out i think she likes us we think at
1: least, <laughs> hopefully One-thirty. One-thirty. One-thirty.
0: Awesome. Well, if you're listening, you have a day to prepare and go out there. But... um,
2: Oh, and we're playing another show Saturday night. It's a big weekend. (laughs) God, we've been having... We've had a really busy, like, month. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have another show at a co-op. I don't know which one. um, Saturday night as well.
0: How have you balanced school and all of this?
2: Yeah. Tough. It's it's definitely
1: been tough because, I mean... We both are definitely very passionate about this and kind of, we're both business students and that's like kind of coming to college. I knew he came because he did want to start a band and everything, but like when I came to school I was kind of just like, God, I have to get a business degree and all that, but I've kind of just been in the mindset like I'm kind of been putting school on the back burner a little bit, I'm still managing it, getting decent grades as I should, or else my parents would kill me. But uh, yeah, we've been putting a ton of time into music. Um, we're both super passionate about it and kind of like want to do this full time. So
2: it's definitely been tough, but. Yeah, Logan just it. got out of an accounting exam. Uh, I just picked him up on the way here. So I probably, I think I failed. <laughs> but
1: my grade overall is not failing.
0: So. I mean, hey, I have an 8 a.m. tomorrow. So I'm right there with you. I feel I feel the pain of doing something that you're really passionate about while balancing school because obviously you do want that degree and making sure that you have that you know just in case yeah oh yeah i like to say but um does the rest of the band share that goal with you guys of trying to continue this post-grad
2: i think so i i think uh we try not to talk too much about things that aren't happening yet so yeah uh, Yeah, there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of variables that go into everything i think everybody
1: does want to make it go forward but there's just so many factors that could affect different members and all this, but for the most part, we're locked in and we definitely are in a mindset that we're gonna keep doing this.
0: That's exciting. I mean, yeah, yeah, I didn't really wanna scare you with the (laughs) future questions, but yeah, I mean, I think that kind of keeping up with this now and you're such a cohesive group already, good sign for the future. And what was the studio experience like? Was that the first time any of you guys had ever been in a recording studio?
1: it was awesome that wasn't the first time we <laughs> so I about um <laughs> yeah yeah sure, sure okay. we went up to nice. um a studio in dallas um a, a buddy of ours is doing a favor thank you if you're watching this um but we definitely were super underprepared we really had no idea like how many fa- like what actually like, came into a full studio process we kind of came in we were like all right we're gonna get like four songs done and then we barely even got one and like, we spent like two days on it. I also had an asthma attack to a cat at the house we were recording at. So I wasn't even like there
2: half the time. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> and that was just a, like an in-home studio. So yeah. that was a lot of fun too. I mean, cause we don't have that like recording skill. I hate computers and like, like working on those workstations and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I've tried doing it in high school and stuff, but it's just not for me. So being able to step into a studio, we worked with uh, Frenchie Smith here in Austin and like yeah praise that guy um, he's he, amazing yeah he speaks in poems he's like yeah. a true artist so and his space is awesome like even like beyond all the tech and stuff like the carpets and like all the decorations in there just like yeah. make us so comfortable and like really put us in like the space
1: just yeah just the atmosphere he's like we had a little like pre-recording meeting with him just to talk to him get to know him and he's just a person like that we felt could make us really be comfortable and be able to like bring out the inner creative within ourselves. And he's just been so good to us. And it's there a lot of producer artists are very transactional relationships, but it does not feel that way with him at all. Like he, he seems to believe in us and we trust in him a lot. So he's given us a lot of guidance and we've definitely learned a lot from just that one studio session, but we've got a lot more books with him. So we're gonna get a lot of stuff done.
0: Awesome. that's a ton of fun. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, do you have a set plan for when original music is going to be released, slash is it going to be singles? Do you do an EP? What's the plan, if there is one?
1: Yeah, so the tentative plan now is we have one single done, and we're planning on releasing it in around two weeks. So look out for that. Um, and then probably release one or two more singles a few weeks after that as well and then the plan is to release uh, a five-song ep probably beginning of the summer so
2: yeah that's the ideal goal we'll see how many we can get done yeah because uh, last time we over budgeted as well so but um we'll see what we can do and either way i think it'll be great yeah we're very excited It's gonna be, it's gonna
0: be great what's the inner circle reaction been like from you and your family and your closest friends of you saying that you wanted to do this did your parents always know that you wanted to be in music
2: I don't know I feel like my parents made it hard for me (laughs) because they forced me to go to classical piano lessons when I was five years old (laughs) up until when I was 13 and I'd be crying every day like begging not to go and then eventually I started loving it by the time I started playing guitar um and so I feel like partially they're really proud of me uh I think they've seen it come in like I've been wanting to do this for a while but also like they're my parents and they're, and they know it's a lot riskier than than my business degree. So they definitely want to make sure I keep my grades up.
1: (laughs) Definitely. Uh, My dad is a fantastic piano player. He played like saxophone too. And my mom sang in a choir. Um, So I've kind of been around music as well my whole life. Um, I took piano lessons growing up and then I kind of just started playing for fun in like middle school, high school and college as well. Um, My parents are very supportive of whatever I want to do. same thing like yeah like my parents want to want me to have that risk averse path you know with business but at the same time like if i truly love something that they'll let me do it and they'll support me all along the way so it's definitely good to have parents like we do it sounds like you
0: guys are a match made in heaven (laughs) seriously you pair very well what was the experience like playing an original to the to an audience for the first time? Oh my gosh!
2: Oh, Logan didn't even (laughs) want to do it. I had to like beg everyone in the band to do it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I,
1: I definitely wanted to play the original. I thought it was a good song, but kind of like when the time came, like when we were sound checking, I was like, Oh my gosh, they're going to, like, this is going to suck. This there, nobody's going to like this. I was very, my nerves were kind of going through the roof, but Gabe motivated me and pushed us to play it. And then we played it. I definitely screwed up a little bit. But I think it was definitely a good experience. We learned a lot from it. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. I've definitely been growing a lot, like, with my comfort zone, I guess. Especially, like, being kind of the, one of the front men, I guess. Um, the front man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You're sh- you shy.
1: Yeah. But it it was, a, it, was a good, it was a good experience, even though I was unbelievably nervous about it
2: yeah i mean fun uh story as well like logan like we did that song uh we were all a little nervous to do it um because it was one thing for logan and i to write it it was another thing for like the rest of the band to learn it and also yeah. like figure out what they're gonna do it's a blank canvas it's not like they can just like look up a youtube video or look it up online like uh, our uh other songs and so we just started on it and uh logan actually just completely forgot the second verse yeah uh, That's just waited say, for a I few understand. seconds <laughs> and went like straight into the chorus, and the rest of us were just like playing catch up. But, uh, I don't think anyone yeah. noticed. And there was actually a lot of people there who reached out and said they enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Like we like looking, looking it up on Spotify already. And we're like, Hey, we don't even have a name yet. Like, yeah, exactly. like slow down. <laughs> yeah. It was a good experience.
0: Was that the moment that you were like, this could actually work or would you credit that to something else? <laughs>
2: yeah i don't know uh definitely not
0: that was that definitely, it
1: definitely contributed a little bit i wouldn't say that was like our aha moment i'd probably say what do you think i don't know
2: i, don't know. Hmm. I feel like it's a lot a lot of days it still doesn't feel like that you know yeah but um
1: uh, i'd say probably like dream jam was kind of I, I
2: think, think that
1: was that such a cool event i think like the stage like awesome the back i think it was just such a cool setup that we were like damn like I want to keep doing this. This is fun. This is super cool. And, like, that's kind of when... Uh, that's Doug played one show before Dream Jam, and then ever since Doug came in, like, we have just got so tight as a band. Um, he's a human metronome. He definitely is, like, the glue that holds us together. Yeah. Um, he's helped us a lot. And I think probably, like, when Doug came and then when we played that show, I'd say that was kind of when we were like, okay, this is real. Like, we could keep doing this.
2: Yeah, I feel like just every time it feels like I feel like we're almost on our way but we're missing this one thing like we're missing a permanent drummer we're missing a manager and just like every time we're missing our music on Spotify right now like every time we have like these roadblocks like we all come together and like we handle them and we're all of a sudden we wake up the next day and we're one step closer and that problem's solved so yeah every day it just feels more and more legit and real
0: congrats that's I think that having that slow growth and Kind of everything falls into place as you just keep going it doesn't really feel like anything's out of place you're like oh this was supposed to happen oh mm-hmm. this was supposed mm-hmm. to happen again everything's just kind of exponentially growing so yeah that's Thank an you. awesome feeling yeah. um now we have a very special performance <laughs> lucky for you it's gonna cut and set up to everything that's going on but we're gonna get an acoustic special for the very first time on the podcast.
2: Let's do it. All right, this is our new song called Sunburns coming out uh hopefully in a few weeks. <laughs>
3: Wave. I can't wait to see your face playing out in the sun. I'll keep playing out in the sun. Don't go home, won't you say I can't have it another way. Don't leave me hanging all alone. Cause in time I'll be yours, you'll be mine. There's no point in wasting time i'm okay i'll be fine when you shine i'll be waiting for the sun oh girl just show me love the old violet tears me up all day. i'll stay late night In the sun, and if the clouds roll by, we can find a place. To hide. And when the winter blows so cold, I'll be there for you to hold. And when your sun is shines, everything will be all right. I'll stay late night in the sun. Oh, girl, I'll fight the pain. The never seemed to fade away, but I'll keep playing out in the sun.
0: Did you guys see that did you listen did you in, like i enjoyed and now you have a free performance <laughs> at your fingertips whenever you want it i mean i do i always have that now so thank you guys that was so awesome thank you never universe. had that happen before yeah and now you guys are the first so
1: we love playing acoustic so man I'm glad you let us hope y'all enjoy like the, yeah
0: yeah 100 percent. everyone whenever they get on spotify go follow like comment subscribe on their youtube seriously that was awesome retweet songs called um, sunburns saturday one thirty. borrow beer go check them out and then i'll leave it up to you guys promote whatever you would like to close this out
2: yeah i mean follow us west 22nd band on instagram tiktok uh be stay tuned for spotify drop coming soon and uh, yeah instagram is well where you can find us
1: thank you last <laughs> 20
2: seconds
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for coming on this was thank you so much fun thank i knew we we're going to bring the energy so yeah thank I you had for no having no doubts at all but thanks for listening and watching this week um see you next week
3: thank it's you